Yo, do you need help mixing and mastering your track? Okay, I can do that. Head over to DJCoRed.com and look for the mixing and mastering section. And let me help you mix and master your next track. See you there. And now, your super smart podcast host, DJ Hello to all my super smart producer listeners. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm here to make you a super smart producer with a super smart plan. So let's get right into it. Today's show is about the incredible vocal chain processing. Yeah. How do I get my vocals right? Okay. I'm going to I'm I'm going to give you my theory. Okay? This is my theory. There is no let me make a disclaimer. There is no right or wrong way to do vocal processing. There are some standards, okay, that you can that you can follow, but there is no right or wrong way. Okay? Let me tell you what I found out. Vocal chain processing all right, if you need some help with your vocal chain processing, go over to djcoread.com. I have a free downloadable ebook that gives you some basics, okay, some basic vocal chain processing that you can use today in your productions. All right, that's just the basics, okay? We're going to get into the advanced stuff. <clears throat> when it comes to vocal chain processing, there is no preset that will work. There is no Travis Scott preset. There is no Chris Brown preset. There is no Beyonce preset that you can use and you would sound like them. All right. In order to get Beyonce vocals, you got to be Beyonce. That's just it. First and foremost. Okay. You have to be that person. Now, there are some things that you can do to play with the vocals. Let's talk about my vocal chain. All right. It gets it's very technical, but it also is kind of, you know, simple once you get it. I use a template. All right. I made a custom template. I I developed it myself based off of the tools that I have and the tools that I need to make my production sound the way I want it to sound. All right. Nobody else. I I didn't buy one, but my first suggestion to people and and to engineers and to to my super smart fans is to get you a a template. Make your own template with the tools that you have. I have a Apollo Twin Universal Audio interface. I love this thing. Okay. What it has is it has though it has technology, uh, unison technology that you can use to make your production sound better, and and that's the subjective, right? But it has the unison technology, and what this allows you to do it allows you to use plugins on your way into your your system, your DAW. Let me tell you what's at the top of my vocal chain. I use. The manly box box on my way in. Okay. I dial in the compression settings to where I like to have between three and five dB, depending on who's the singer, depending on the feel of the record, right? I got to say these things. I got to say the feel of the record because 
you might go in there and say, all right, I'm going to go and do three to five dB of, of gain reduction and it may not work for you. Right. But what I like to do is I like to see what what it sounds like at three, at four, at five. Do I need it? What kind of performer am, do I have? Do I have a singer? Then if I, I might have to close it off, I might have to compress it a little more if they're going to go hit some if they're hitting high notes. If I got a rapper, I might not need to compress as much. So that's at the top of my vocal chain. I like to I like to use that manly box. It's a wonderful tool. It's got a great sound to it. And the reason why I use it is because I was reading a manual and the manual says, if you want rich, luxurious vocals, use the Manly Vox Box. And I'm like, oh, I want that. I'm going to buy it. I don't know what rich, luxurious vocals sound like going through that compressor versus it going through 1176. I, I don't. Okay. But because the, the description said you get rich, luxurious vocals, I said I'm going to play with this thing because that's what they claim that I'm getting. That's the only reason I use that. So I use the Manly Vox box and then I go into my auto-tune and I am, I am committing, right? There's going to be some people who commit and there's going to be people who are, 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 there's going to be people who don't commit, right? I'm one of those people that commits. I like to just say here, let's set the auto-tune, let's dial in the settings, let's set the compressor, let's dial in the settings and let's perform. Let's see what that performance sounds like. If I don't like the take, let me tweak some more of these settings so I can, you know, so we can get the best performance out of that. So I'm going manly box box into my auto tune, and then I might do a little bit of EQ, depending on, you know, depending on what I hear. Okay, microphones, you're gonna hear different tones and different microphones, so you have to be mindful of of when you're traveling. Like I travel to another studio and and they have a Focusrite microphone that come with the, you know, the the the, the Focusrite bundle. So I have to dial in the EQ settings that I believe are are good for the performer that I'm working with, all right? I use a Austin Spirit microphone and um I I have to dial in the settings based off of that. So just be mindful of you know, your microphone is going to make a difference in whether or not you have a, 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 a good vocal chain. And then your EQ, right? I go manly box box, auto-tune, a little bit of EQ on the way in, depending on how I feel, depending on the, on, on, on the singer. And then every scenario is going to change, you know? Every scenario is, is going to change. It depends on the feel of the record. Once it's in my DAW and we've finished the recording process, then I start going into the rest of my template. I got a template that I've built, all right? If you need me to show you how to use my template and how to develop a, a template of your own, I do that. I offer that as a service. So head over to djcoderead.com. Uh, look for the music consulting services, and I will uh, uh, teach you how to build a, a template uh, and and use it. Right? It's a, it's a, it's one. It's it's building it, but the other thing is using it. So once I have recorded everything and I go into my mixing and mastering stage phase of the record. Uh, at this point in time, it's just a matter of, 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 of processing. I do some parallel processing with the 1176. Once I, once I combine those two uh, onto a bus, then, uh, I start, uh, EQing and compressing what it is that I, that I like and I don't like. 
something that I just found out is that the multi-band compressor is a phenomenal tool to help you with leveling, right? So what I would do is, and we'll just draw the scenario up, but you know, once uh, I would probably start with a little more compression because I've I put in the the, the 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 parallel compression and the original signal uh, onto the bus, and I would compress that a little bit just to figure out, just to get it a little more even if it's if it's out of whack. That's if it's out of whack, right? Then I would EQ all of the things that I don't like out of it. So I would start with 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 some EQ processing and figure out what it is I like, what it is I don't like, how I want to sculpt the vocals based off the record. Then, after I EQ that, EQ some things out, then I might add some EQ and and for tone, all right? And it's not much, but like I said, it depends on the record. And then I might use a multi-band compression just because... I want to bring out a certain, you know, frequency that the EQ is not bringing out properly, right? It it it, it just reacts different. And then I might just limit it. You know, I might put a limiter on there just to squash it some more. Like I do, I don't know until I get in there. But that's something that my vocal chain looks like. Then I'll go into a reverb, put a chorus on there if I need to, uh, do some uh uh, uh delays. Um, you know, if I want to do some, um, pitch, uh, pitch processing or some distortion, like, you know, the possibilities are endless. It, It all depends on, on the record and the tools that you have. There is no, there is no right or wrong way. It's, if it sounds good, then it is good. And that's one of the things that you have to remember, that if it sounds good, then it is good. And if you have the tools to 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 really work on these these projects, on these vocals, then experiment. Turn up some knobs, turn it up, see what five uh, 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 negative five uh, dB of compression sounds like. Just sit there and listen to it and say, oh, okay, I like this. Oh, I don't like this. See what it sound like at 3D at 3000 dB, right? Turn it up a little bit at, at 3K. Turn it up at 27K. Turn it down at 400. Turn it up at 125. Like, you don't know what it will sound like until you start experimenting with the record. There is no magic sauce to this. It's all about experimenting if you have uad use uad if you have stock plugins use stock plugins if you have waves use waves like it doesn't matter what you have it's about your ear it's about your gear it's about your tools it's about your creativity that's what it's about i've studied a lot i've got books all over the place and and what i realize is that it's about it's about the the listener, the customer, and yourself. If you like what it sounds like, then it is right. There's some standards, though. You gotta you gotta remember there is some standards that that make it true, that make it what it is. But trusting yourself, experiment. 
be very, very intentional with what it is that you're doing. Don't just do it just for the sake of doing it. Be intentional. Why? Question. Question yourself. Question the theory. Why am I doing this? Why am I EQing at 3,000? Who said I'm supposed to EQ at 3,000? Why am I EQing? Why am I taking all the low end off? Who, who said that? And then, and then compare your mixes. Compare your mixes to what your favorite artists are doing. Make sure it's the same kind of music, though. Okay, don't make psychedelic music and then try to compare it to, you know, a pop record. Like, really, really be uh, intentional when you're referencing your tracks, right? If you got a trap sounding record, then, you know, reference it to some track stuff that you love, that you know the sound to. Right. If it's, you know, T.I. and you like the vocals where T.I. sitting, then listen to where your vocals sit. Listen to where your 808 sit versus a Cardi B track. And then try to try to compare that. Try to match that. You're not going to get it perfectly because they're using stuff that we don't even we can't even pronounce. OK, but be very intentional and experiment. Vocal chain processing is just a matter of training your ear. And being able to make sure make your record sound good and up to standard with the rest of, uh, of the world. There's no hip hop. There's no hip hop vocal processing chain that works. Yeah, you know, I, I see that a lot. It's not one. You just use you just use the tools that you have to get the record to sound good. All of the <clears throat> if you really look at it, all of the tools are is EQ, compression, and balancing. The, all of the tools do the exact same thing. They just balance out the sound. If you can understand that concept, they just balance out the sound. You may be able to hear differences at the SSL EQ versus the API EQ. You may be able to hear those differences. Yes, okay, they are some differences, but they all they do is just balance the sound. That's it. The Avalon versus the the Manly Box Box versus the 1176. They all do the same thing. They just balance the sound. So experiment. Take the tools that I gave you, okay? You can use my vocal chain if you want to. If you need help producing a vocal chain, then let me know. That's it for today's show. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, you can email me at djcoread at djcoread.com. I'm your host, DJ Cole Red. If you didn't understand anything, you want me to answer some questions, you want me to, you want, you need help with something else, reach out to me and I'll do that for my next show. I'm DJ Cole Red and I'm out.